Not an official poll while okay, you were... Well, we're, we're... Before we get started, to, to finish up our, our second pre-show, we have to do a, a, a formal poll in the audience. Um, these two seem to have very uh, adamant opinions on this. Uh, Taco Bell versus, versus Del Taco. Taco Bell? Yeah. Well, we are also, and I'm uh, I'm speaking for I was I was already going to get to it, audience. We are also in Sacramento, so uh, Taco Bell, Del Taco, or Jim Boys. Whoa! Yeah. 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 Grilled chicken burrito. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Taco Bell. But. Oh, Baja Fresh has entered the entered the argument. Like you saw it like you were crossing the street and just like out of the corner of your eye, there just happened to be one. <laughs> just creeping there. I saw it, I swear. Just in your Shut periphery. Shut up, crazy. Whatever. There's no such thing as Baja Fresh. Baja Fresh can't hurt you. It doesn't exist. <laughs> then why don't you spend the night in the strip mall? <laughs> this fall from A24, Baja Fresh. Oh my gosh. Roughly 24 to oh, 92 hours I don't have ago, the script ready. Stab's no. team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. <laughs> this, it's here! We finally made it. It's the finale of Stab's 10th anniversary tournament. Who walks away with slightly more cash prize than the other two and bragging rights for like, I don't know, probably the next tournament in 10 years? Your votes decide. Now let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist believes in the power of gay and flings and will gladly tell you all about it. He's a creator of While She Was Sleeping, it's Eric Borger! Our second panelist has had to block Brendan Fraser across all social media platforms. He's the digital overlord of MomHat Studios, it's Jeff Brown! And our third panelist once told the sunset to dial it down just a little fucking bit. She's the Molly Doan of Molly Doan. It's Molly Doan! And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Mentally drained, but physically also drained. Welcome to the Stab Show! (laughs) The last 13 weeks have led us to this. 27 panelists, three plus months, and this three powerhouse panel remains. You done pretty good, voters. Now don't fuck it up tonight. Now, <laughs> let's meet tonight's panel. Eric. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, we're just going to, we're getting too far already. I know. Uh, <laughs> how are you? Oh my gosh. I'm so good. I'm ex- so excited Heck to yeah. be here. Um, you know, it's been since pre-Panny. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> really? I think so. Oh wait, wow. no, it no, might have I, been. Came, I came back and did scene kids oh. one time. Okay, um, so never mind. That, <laughs> Still that, been a while. That was a complete lie. Oh, I just lost all my votes. <laughs> oh, no. um, we only vote for honest people, Eric. <laughs> it was a mistake, not a lie. Uh, but how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, at the beginning of this tournament, in the first round, oh. I. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I make string art, which is just like little nails, uh, <laughs> little nails, and then you weave string around yeah, it. Just little uh, nails. It's just a bunch of little nails. Uh, yeah, yeah it's really misnamed. There's no, 
I really have no idea why they call it string art, but you know, I There's looked it up and boxes of nails are called string art. Um, no, but I, I told you at the beginning of this tournament that uh, the first round that I was attempting to get make 20 before I started selling, oh. and I'm proud to announce oh, that as of a few days ago, I have finished number 20. So you can start. What's, what's the Etsy store? What's the name? Uh, <laughs> I honestly haven't thought of it. Molly oh, thought no. of a really good one one time. I forget what it was. I forgot it. Uh, oh, no. It was really good, though. It was a string pun. Yeah. So if anybody in the chat has some good string puns. Yes. Uh, I'll be checking this later. So hit me up some good it's, string names. It's extremely Eric. No, that's probably, that's probably not good. We're starting. we got to start from the ground floor. Yeah. We're blue skying it. Uh, <laughs> string rolls. <laughs> okay. Sure. But extremely Eric was bad. Come on. <laughs> that, that string you do. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Like String D D D. Oh, like King D D D. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, all right. That did not land. Yeah. If you go with if you go with that string, you do. Then your logo has to be a string art Tom Hanks. Oh. Clearly. I don't do faces. <laughs> he did do a face once, and um, it's really terrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> face does not translate well in little nails. That's true. Mm. I tried to do the teeth, but all the nails showed up, so like her mouth was just sh fucking shiny. Um, and it looked like her brace. She looked like she had braces, but in all the wrong places. <laughs> braces and all That's the wrong places. That's a wonderful line. I know. It was a little poem. <laughs> I love her. She's got Braces in all the wrong places. <laughs> Eric J. Barger's new mean? country anthem, Braces in all the wrong places. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, hit me up, chat. And uh, yeah, if you want a string art, I will be selling them now. I, I, make, I make fun twists. What? No. Uh, I no. He was waiting until he got all 20 ready. Nope. <laughs> if you hit me up and said, make me this, I would have said, hell no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but now it's allowed. Um, <laughs> well, they can go to your, uh, your Instagram. Yes. yes. At it electric. It electric. It electric. Not it's electric. That it was taken. And I follow her to see if she, it's some woman in North Carolina. <laughs> um, and so Someday. I follow her. I'm just, <laughs> give it back. <gasps> if she dies, you're going to be like suspect number one or two, maybe three. But. Just all the messages in her inbox. <laughs> <laughs> give it to me. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's just excuse I me. I will make you. <laughs> oh, it's got threatening. It's just a picture of the one with teeth. <laughs> That's yeah. all in the DMs. Because I I'm will gonna put kill all these you. braces in the wrong places. Yeah, if you don't give. Uh, well, Eric, uh, so happy to hear that you've um, accomplished that. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, are you going to be selling those twenty? Uh yes, that's the goal. Okay. Is I <laughs> I just didn't know yeah, if you a weird wanted... twist to that story. <laughs> I just didn't know if you were getting the twenty to get the reps in, and now you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll get commissions. Uh yeah, it's like uh it's like improv, you know. You got to get just get your practice in. No, I'll be selling them. Cool. Um and uh yeah, awesome. I, I made a one of I made a Starbucks logo, but it says Starbucks. Of course it so, does. So, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And my dad yeah. said it won't sell quickly so prove him wrong uh well thank you eric thank you uh so good so good to have you hey jeff brown hi hi there hello how are you i'm good yeah yep all right cool cool uh, i didn't i didn't <laughs> molly down <no! Yeah. laughs>
Like I've seen you more this past month than I've seen my dad, and he's in the hospital right now. So move on. It's well, it's not who right. you want to vote for out yeah. there. Yeah. I'm not trying. <laughs> he doesn't have a healthy dad. What's he gonna do yeah. for me? Jeff's mm. not visiting his hospital-ridden dad. No, Does look, he deserve a vote? I visited him when he was in the coma. He's out of the coma now, so I don't need to visit him. I can just tell him what I did when I visited him yeah. when he was in the coma. And no one can say otherwise. Exactly. Well, um, all right. Well, I'm glad. I drove a mile and a half to be here. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I was going to say I'm glad the coma went well, but um, good that you're here, too. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to, uh, Jeffrey? It's, <laughs> I was literally here last week. Um, well, yeah. Uh, mm, uh, it's getting cooler. I can wear it a is. sweater and not sweat as much. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Not a whole lot. Um, I have not had Taco Bell, Del Taco, or Jim Boys in about a year. Okay. So I feel very left out of the conversation earlier. You were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm the minority today, so fuck everybody. <laughs> All right. Surly and hates his dad now that he's not asleep. Yeah. Jeff Brown. He's not watching. It's fine. <laughs> he's got your vote. Uh, no, glad to have you. And you know what? Um, people wouldn't know. Why would they? Uh, you were uh, you were actually like a last minute replacement. Yeah, into the tournament. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be here. No, which is also what my dad said to me as well. <laughs> Second, he woke up. Uh, he didn't uh, even want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who you want to vote? For? You don't want to vote? Whatever, man. It's fucking cool. I don't even give a shit. I got things to do. I yeah. got. I got cyberpunk to play at home right now. You know what that is? I guess you're a fucking loser. <laughs> so I don't know what cyberpunk is. I think I guess you, uh, I'm a fucking loser. Do you want to vote for a fucking loser? <laughs> All right. Do you want to vote for a guy that calls a woman? <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. It's 2023. <laughs> Equality? Do you want to support local art? All right. <laughs> Everybody's got their platforms. Everybody needs your vote. Um, well, I just, just picturing like a newspaper headlines, like like local governor candidate calls other person loser, like out of the runnings, done, finished. They would get my vote. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff, I'm happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, you replaced a woman of color. You know what? The- who uh, <laughs> who chose me to replace a woman of color, Jesse? You were. I mean, and I fight for that woman today, here now. So if you don't vote <laughs> for true. me by the transitive properties yeah. of whatever, you're not voting for a woman of color. Yeah, there you are. Not a lot of color. <laughs> not a. <laughs> oh. oh no happy (laughs) that's the rebuttal (laughs) it's a bit silly Mm. no happy to have you here thank you no matter how you got here yeah and no matter i'm not pulling the strings jesse no um jeff brown thank you um we won't even get to how great mom hat's doing because we've heard about it over and over and we're already 20 minutes in ad nauseum uh molly don't hey hi there i'm Oh, I'm great. <laughs> I was already prepared. Um, hello. I, yeah, I'm not used to being here in person. It's so um, I'm used to this, though. Usually when I'm on Zoom, you don't talk to me either. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh. I'm just joking. Sometimes I just get jealous. Yeah. Um, well, no. no Jesse's a great host. It's um, true, That's though. why we drove all the way down here. Yeah. We freaking love you. And um, yeah. did you come up with uh, Eric when he apparently came up in the last week? Or is this the first time you've been up here in... How you know, long? time is, I don't know. That's true. I don't know how, especially <laughs> the last few years with everything. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, 
I don't. Is know. any of this familiar? Does, yeah. Uh, they, yes, I okay. performed here. Okay. Um, but I don't know if it was pre-panty or post-panty though. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, good to have you. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, you know, having a good time. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I got bangs recently, oh. which is fun. Um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, I still don't have the Wi-Fi password. Uh, I gave it to you. I, you sent it to my Discord. I don't have data. Well, all right. Hold on. <laughs> I, I really want to get in on this um, Del Taco, Taco Bell, Jim Boy's chat. Mm, I think okay. it's... Well, and I'm a vegetarian, so I have the vegetarian take. Oh, okay. Um, what's that? Yeah. Well, Del Taco kind of took themselves out of it because they had the Beyond Meat, which was good. Uh, and now all I can order from Del Taco is a Crunchtata Tostada, which I will. I'll order two. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's really annoying. They just took it, they just ripped it away from us. Same with Panda Express. They ripped away the um, Beyond Orange Chicken. Oh, it's geez. not there anymore. They didn't even tell us. <laughs> <laughs> we show up one day and we have to eat the shrimp, and sometimes the shrimp has poop in it. And oh well, am I? The sh- yeah. People don't clean the veins very well sometimes, which that's, is fine. Yeah. But I don't want to eat it. All right, you know. Um, I don't think that's crazy. Poor is <laughs> chiming in. Jim Boy's vegetarian Tahoe burrito. Oh, see, well, I, I just get the six-pack <laughs> bean taco box. Sure. Well, sometimes I'm like, mm, I want four, but I really want five. I might as well get the six-pack. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. just graze on it all to. day. What? You'd be, a, you'd be a fool not to. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah. I, it's nice to graze. Uh, <laughs> well, glad you're here, Molly. Thank you. Me too. This yeah. is this is great. I'm excited, and we're going to up my hometown and going to Bishop's Pumpkin Farm tomorrow oh, in Wheatland. Oh, awesome! I used to work at the fudge shop. <laughs> are you going to visit the fudge shop? I am. Of course you are. We'll see how expensive the fudge is. Oh, though. she yeah. means with an attendant at the bathroom. <laughs> Eric, shut the fuck up! What's going on, Eric? <laughs> you have to undermine everything that is said here tonight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into this. Also, show. my partner too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We are. <laughs> We're together. <laughs> Guys, have you tried turning it off and on? I have. Okay. <laughs> there we are. What's that? Oh, I know. Sorry. In person, it's all different. Uh, segment one. It's reorganization. Of course it is. Wouldn't be anything different. Uh, For this STAB 10th anniversary tournament finals, I thought I'd give our out-of-town visitors a special treat. Jeff, you're allowed to enjoy it as well, but it's less about your enjoyment. (laughs) Molly and Eric have a famous famous love for their two pugs. Uh, And upon my first search for acronyms for reorganization, I was presented with the International Function... International Function Point Users Group. International Function Point Users Group. I have no idea what that is, uh, what they do, or fuck one about any of it, except that it acronymizes to IFPUG. You're fucking welcome. And now that we've been introduced to and have already immediately forgotten what IFPUG might already stand for, Let's just move directly on to you giving us who or what else IFPUG might stand for or represent to you, Eric Barger. Let's let's hear your IFPUG. All right. Well, Jesse, when the Pugs at home heard that Pug was in the acronym, they were actually really excited and they wanted to write the prompt themselves. So 
This, this following prompt was written by my pug, Niles, who you will meet in a second. <coughs> and he asked me to introduce him with this, okay? This says, read in an announcer voice. So here we go. If we know one thing to be true in this world, it's that my mommy is beautiful and my daddy is pretty ugly. So, please welcome to the screen, FaceTiming from LA, it's my pug, Niles! Hello, everybody! <laughs> my name is Niles, and welcome to the Is Father Pretty Ugly Game! In this game, we will show pictures of my father, otherwise known as Daddy, and our contestants will decide if he is handsome or if he's pretty ugly. <laughs> Let's meet our contestants. First up is a comedian from Sacramento. It's Jeff Wong. He knows and me. And coming up next is the most wonderful human on the whole planet, the And also, Daddy is here. Anyway, let's play the game! Daddy, you're up first. Now, we're going to show you a picture of Daddy, and you'll have to decide if it's handsome or pretty ugly. Your time starts now. Okay, Daddy, let's play! Is Father Pretty Ugly? What's your answer? Niles, you chose just a really awful picture oh, of me. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer we were looking for was, he's pretty ugly. <laughs> All right. Well, on to contestant number two. It's the most beautiful angel in the whole wide world. It's me. <laughs> okay. Mommy. You know the rules to the game. So your time starts now. Alright, mommy, you've seen the picture. And now it's time to play. Everybody say it with me. Is Father Pretty Ugly? Mommy, what's your answer? It's not the best picture. Oh, that's absolutely correct. He's incredibly ugly. <laughs> Five million points! Now, on to our third contestant, Jeff Brown. Uh-oh, Jeff, you know what that sound means. It's time to pray, who's the ugliest? We're going to show you four pictures, and you have to determine who is the ugliest. So your time starts right now. Oh. Wow, um, I mean, it doesn't feel really kind to judge anybody. Alright, Jeff, you've seen the pictures. Now it's time to tell me who's the ugliest. I mean, I'm probably going to have to go with... Oh, I'm nope. sorry. The answer we were looking for was the ugliest person is sitting in the chair <laughs> next to you. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for playing, and it looks like our winner is... Everybody for playing is Father Pretty Ugly!
I'll see you next time. Good night. Niles. <laughs> That's it. All right. There we are. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> that is a very judgmental pug. He just really loves me, and he doesn't like when Eric's near me. Um, oh, okay. He doesn't like when we kiss. <laughs> That's true. He barks. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, is Niles... <laughs> is there a write-in option? Can I add him to the... Oh, everybody got a pen? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to add Niles to the slip. Because uh, technically, he's on the panel now. Uh, thank you, Eric. You're welcome. So good. I didn't like that at all. No? Uh, well, I mean, you gave them your time. That's true. You ceded your time to Niles, so... I should have expected it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well thank you, and I'm sorry. Eric. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is what happens when I give the panel a full extra day to do their work. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Eric. Uh, Jeff, where is your audiovisual component? Uh, my dog ate it. Uh huh. All right. You know, that's a third of your grade, Jeff. Also a pug. Pretty cute. <laughs> no. Not a big fat cat that eats a lot of wet food. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Uh, Jeff. Yes. Hi. Hi. Let's get back to the people in this room doing these prompts. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, let's hear IFPUG. IFPUG. Brothers and sisters of the <laughs> congregation. Oh, heavens. Today I'd like to begin my sermon by revisiting faith. Our faith. The faith of this church and the faith that binds us together. You were all once wayward souls on a path that you could not see, but one that eventually led you here under my roof. Many of you had seen troubles, hit rock bottom, invested in crypto, <laughs> and you were praying and hoping for me. I was there too once, a victim to life's horrors, but now today I am put at ease as I remember the principles that our church was founded on. I remember the belief that we all share. I remember <sighs> IFPUG. If Pug. Say it with me, everybody. <laughs> if Pug. If Pug. If Pug. If Pug. If Pug. Because it is why you are here today in this house of worship. If Pug. If Pug. If Pug. If Pug. If Pug. I found purpose under Garfield. <laughs> If Pug, that's right, our faith has cast out the false gods and deities, and we stand strong and, strong and tall in our unflinching belief in the one true redeemer, Garfield Horatio III Esquire. That's his full Christian name, <laughs> despite the fact that we do not believe in Christianity. There is only one Almighty whose name starts with G, and it is not God. <laughs> there is only one Father in heaven, and they don't care about Sundays, but they do hate Mondays. There is only one celestial being whose body and blood we sup on, and it is not wafers and wine, but lasagna and coffee. <laughs> Years ago, I wandered the world in search for answers. I found the blueprint of our faith, the Book of Garfield. From that tomb, I built a house that will outlast the storms of time, while other religions will eventually crumble and wither away. The house of Garfield will stand as a testament that a fat, sarcastic orange cat is a much more marketable religious figure than literally any other attempt to popularize faith. <laughs> I'd like to read you now a passage from the book of Garfield. 
Mm-hmm. This is my favorite verse. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the book of Garfield, verse 72, line 14. Garfield's like, um, he's like smiling at us, you know, <laughs> like the, the viewer, right? And he says, I wait, I can't do it in his voice, his voice is so good, you know, <laughs> doing like kind of dour. I weigh myself every day. He doesn't have a southern accent, but <laughs> I weigh myself every day. And then he like stands on a scale and says, and I find it enjoyable. And he gives a rascal a little look, you know? <laughs> he steps off the scale and says, especially since I removed the batteries. Truly impactful. <laughs> Truly important words. We cannot let our negative perceptions of ourselves rule our minds and hearts. And we must take matters, i.e. batteries, <laughs> in our own hands. True wisdom for the ages. If Pug, say it with me. If Pug. Thank you. I found purpose under Garfield. I found peace under Garfield. Jesus Christ, Moses, Vishnu. Psh, give me a call when Bill Murray voices Jesus Christ in a live action animated film. Oh wait, that was Garfield. In closing, I want to remind us all that Garfield is our guiding star, a constant source of comfort in a world stricken by chaos. No matter the trials and tribulations, be they work troubles, family problems, or issues performing in the bedroom, we can all return to the fact that there is a little orange tabby ready to lead us through the darkness. You shut the fuck up! You do not speak that name! Get the fuck out of my church! Thank you. Um, wow. So I was I was given a side here um, to read, um, and it did say I had to be an audience member in the back of the room. I couldn't just have stuck well, no, up for I normal mean, you, you from give, my lectern. You give the, I had the 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 tone of a person from the back of the room. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, I it wasn't you, me. It I, wasn't I, me as an audience member. It no, was, I, gave I was you, playing. I gave you stage directions okay. and more so like character directions, and I guess you didn't take them. So <laughs> no, it's fine. I took them. I so took if them. I lose, it's fine. I am. I'm the king of the cold read, Jeff Brown. I knock it out every time. <laughs> it's true. Don't step to Jesse. He loves a cold read. I do. <laughs> he I loves do. picking a voice, and oh, most of the time so it's sassy and southern. Well, so I mean, I know my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about normal there? <laughs> exactly. Who said what about now about that little orange kitty cat or gray kitty cat? I'm just a simple Southern Garfield reader. <laughs> I personally like Ode. Oh, well, you're a fucking idiot. Listen to uh, Niles. There it is. Sorry. I, did, I forgot. I'm not an idiot. I'm ugly. Oh, okay, that's right. You're very smart, but hard on the eyes. <laughs> I want to know more about what this puck has opinions on. He is really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, if pug. If pug. If pug. Uh, Molly. Mm-hmm. Hey there. Hello. Um, one would assume after these two dissertations, uh, you also. <laughs> Have an IFPUG. Uh, let me scroll all the way up. And now that you may or may not have gotten the Wi-Fi password, 
Um, oh, I got it. <laughs> and I'm up to date on the Del Taco chat. Nice. Well, thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it's I like the chat at home. Yeah. Shout out to Poor. <laughs> Poor's always in the chat, and I appreciate it. She is. Um, um, all right. Well, Molly, how about you uh, wrap up <laughs> segment one at 840? Oh, guys. I hope you, hope you paid the sitter extra. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's hear your oh, IFPUT. They, thank you for the introduction, Jesse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for that wonderful introduction. Um, wow. Okay, right. mine's like a little gross. It's a little blue. Um, not all my stuff is like that, though. So right. just this, this one and another one. Um, <laughs> all right. Sigma Alpha Chi, listen up, listen up. My name is Charlie Picante. As most of you know, I am a proud alumni of Sigma Alpha Chi. Famous because I not only ate the most vomit, but I'm also famous for being the youngest rush to be pronounced temporarily dead, the longest from alcohol intoxication. Thank you, thank you. You guys, calm down. But that's, that's not why I'm here to talk to you guys today. Today I'm here to talk to you about something serious, something that has taken out a number of our Sigma Alpha Chi brethren. Sigma Alpha Chi. Sigma Alpha Chi. I'm talking about IFPUG, okay? If you do not know what IFPUG means, you've been living under a rock. IFPUG, it stands for I fell, penis unfortunately gone. (laughs) Running around with a boner is one of the most dangerous things you can do. More dangerous than drinking, more dangerous than smoking, more dangerous than dying. Running with a boner is like running with scissors on fire. It sounds cool, but you don't want to do it. It's not worth it. It could snap off, explode, or depending on the angle in which you fall, your penis could be reversed into your body, stabbing and piercing your internal organs. Look, guys, I know some of you guys are laughing right now. It's not cool, okay? This is no laughing matter. You do not want to be living a bonerful life one day, and then the next day, you don't have a penis to your name. Let that sink in. All right, so let's break this down. If pug, I fell, penis unfortunately gone. How do we prevent this? Jesse, you had your hand up. Mm. How do we yeah. prevent this? Um, uh, don't have a boner. No, it's don't run with a boner. Oh. Don't run with a boner. Right. Don't walk with a boner. Right. I wouldn't even stand with a boner personally. It's too high of a risk. <laughs> it might be windy. Whenever you get a boner, just lay on your back and remain motionless. Running with a boner or if pug causes more deaths per year than shark attacks, than bear attacks, than heart attacks. As a shitty white man, you guys know I wouldn't be wasting my time talking about this shit if it didn't affect other shitty white men. Okay, shitty white men like Sigma Chi alumni, Krevin the shit jester Hannigan, who not only took the biggest, slash longest in length shit in Sigma Chi history, but 14 years ago, he ran to the bathroom with morning wood, tripped over his gravity bong, fell, and his penis was never to be seen again. It snapped off and disappeared. Victor Roboto Stephenson, class of 98, famous for doing the robot dance 24-7 for all six years while in Sigma Chi. He ran to the bathroom in hopes of beating the biggest slash longest in length shit record. He tripped over his gravity bong and he fell and his penis exploded and he bled out and died. (laughs) Even though upon impact, he did beat the longest shit record. (laughs) 
Longest record. Oh boy, it was recorded posthumously. <laughs> if <laughs> if Puck, if Puck turns men with girth into Ken dolls with balls, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say if Pug has even affected me in my marriage with my beautiful wife Sandra. Let me preface the story by sharing that when you die for a while, temporarily from alcohol poisoning like I did, the tip of your penis becomes incredibly sharp, like a sharpened <laughs> spear. One day, I was feeling a bit strange, a rumbling in my whittle tummy. I felt as though my body just may have created the biggest slash longest shit in Sigma Chi <laughs> alumni history, and the thought of breaking that record got my Johnson firm. <laughs> so consumed, I fell... I ran to the bathroom, I stripped over my gravity bong, and I fell. My penis broke off. My penis broke off. And it ricocheted across the room multiple times before stabbing my once beautiful wife in the eye. Unfortunately, Ifpug affected her most of all, as she's just not one of those girls that looks good in an eye patch. I hope you listen to how Ifpug has affected our fraternity, and I hope you all take the steps to avoid the real, the real realities of falling and snapping your penis off. Do not run with a boner. It's killed more people than snakes, than spiders, and birds. It's just not worth it. Even if a girl says it's cool, Jesse, say no. All right. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Oh. Please don't clap. Please don't clap. It was so bad. I did penis stuff and poop stuff in the first thing. That's all right. You got to okay. get it out of the way. Got to get it out of the way. Okay. And I am an intellectual and, too. Yeah. Oh, um, clearly. Maybe we'll see that later. <laughs> given given all the penis stuff and all the poop stuff, um, I'll I'll always be contrarian. Uh, the the one thing that did stick out to me is how I didn't realize the word uh, posthumously had a Spanish origin. <laughs> it's Posthumously. I just get... There's no other word for it. There's no other synonym oh, for no. it. I needed the word, and no. I cannot say the word, and I, I know. know I can't. So I start thinking about it when I when I get close to it. Yeah, and you had that Spanish lisp to it, and I just enjoy it. How do you say it? Posthumously. How do you, how do you say it? It's just... I don't... No, I'm saying it how you say it Posthumously. <laughs> Right? Yeah, exactly. They put you can't put S's and T's that no. together all the time. No, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I am I asking if anybody it. can help me pronounce it right. <laughs> I can voice memo it. It's just pos- <laughs> posthumously. 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 No, I like it how Thank you say you. it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Segment two, it's bootlegged. It. Do you like things? Do you like things so much that you wish there were other things like the thing you like, but just a little bit different, so that you had like, <laughs> so that you can like it while still having something to complain about? Are you a lunatic? Good, because so are we, and we're here to prove it in bootleg it. In bootleg it, you're tasked with taking these world-renowned, successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg versions of each of them. And in tonight's edition, we're going reality-esque, semi-scripted good goods. We're going to go three times around, one, 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 two, 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 serpentine, as we do in a segment two. Eric Barger, you're starting us off. Let's hear your bootleg road rules. All right. <coughs> What's up? I'm TJ Lavin, and you're watching the Real World Road Rules Challenge, the Hills Have Eyes edition <laughs> two. Oh. We're here in the middle of the New Mexico desert, where we've brought back 20 of your favorite deformed mutants created through (laughs) nuclear testing. It wouldn't be a season without favorites like Big Mama, 
Papa Jupiter, and Goggle. That's right. <laughs> Look it up. Those are the real names of the mutants in the script. <laughs> They'll be competing for 250,000 pieces of raw meat. But to earn it, They'll have to compete in grueling challenges such as try to eat this baby, try, try to eat this dog, and the hall brawl. But with these competitors, nothing is off limits. <coughs> They'll resort to lying, breaking alliances, and of course, burning each other's dads at the stake. It's a season you don't want to miss. Will Letch finally make it to a final? Will Sniffer and Stabber finally be able to be put aside their past differences? And how will the mutants react to a surprise competitor, Johnny Bananas? <laughs> Here's the scene from when they see him. Johnny. 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 And then they smash his head against the front of a car. It's the real world road rules challenge, The Hills Have Eyes Edition 2. Coming to your screens Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. <sighs> I'm glad you guys hopefully took it upon yourselves to, to interject some sort of a Friday the 13th uh, spooky season uh, prompts here or at least responses, because I did nothing to address Friday the 13th in any of the prompts. Yeah, last week, you were like, oh, ooh, the next show's on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll have to do like yeah. some spooky prompts. No, and then I got the I prompts, did. and I was like... <laughs> there was nothing. You did spooky season last week. Yeah. Well, like, The first week of October. Because I'm not a big fan of it. I got it out of the way. Oh, you're scared? Whoa. Yeah. You seem like a spooky guy. No. Well, you know what? I'm going to no take offense. that as an insult. Maybe, maybe because you're really tall. I don't know. All right. Uh, All right. I'm that's sorry. Fair. It wasn't. The, I like no. spooky stuff. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I love fall, but Halloween can go fuck itself. Yeah. 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 I will fight each of you out in the street. Yeah. Thank you. See, look at that. We've. I've got people on my side, and they look spry and wiry, and we could take all of you. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Um, don't watch The Hills Have Eyes. I won't. I right. don't plan to. And we are one-ninth of the way through the second segment. Jeff Brown, what up? <laughs> Let's hear your bootleg road rules. So here's the one. It, like, I've only done bootleg once, mm -hmm. and I had to ask my friends to, dis to define bootleg yeah. seven different times for sure. In a way that I could understand. Okay. And an hour ago, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Kim was like, it's like what that mean when they're like, I want XYZ. They're like, well, we have XYZ at home. Yeah. And then they show you the thing that's at home and it's yeah. not as good. I was like, I get it now. You Maybe. made it internet speak. <laughs> Thank you. Had to break it down in a way that Jeff Brown could process. Yeah, I probably didn't do it right, though. So that's just right. FYI. Road Rules! Available on VHS and Laserdisc to eligible schools in the Sacramento <laughs> County and Yuba City districts. Road Rules! Road Rules with a Z. With a Z. Sure. Takes teens on a magical journey through the world of traffic and driving safety. Joint narrator and weasel extraordinaire Polly Shore yeah. as he fulfills his drunk driving probation requirement by reminding kids that wheezing the grindage may be cool on the playground, mm -hmm. but it does not fly on the road because there are rules. Mm -hmm. Road rules. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I can... Uh, I can hear how many times... Polly told all of those school children, 
how not cool it is to wheeze the juice. Don't wheeze the juice. Don't wheeze it. And they do that. <laughs> but I can't do the sound. I'm not him. So yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I'm not him. That's why he's so famous. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because he could make that wheeze in the juice sound. I can't do it. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Molly, let's wrap up the first time, first pass with uh, your bootleg road rules. Great. I made a little list um, okay. because it, so Road Rules already has a bunch of spinoffs. Oh. It has Road Rules Real World, Real World Road Rules Challenge, The Challenge, The Challenge USA. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also um, a whole uh, bootleg universe of real world spinoffs. Oh, okay. um, and they're all on Tubi and they're all hosted by <laughs> Hell yeah. CJ Lava. <laughs> and I have a list of them. Um, so we got Rope Rules, Robe Rules. Rope Rules, Rope Rules Challenge. <laughs> the Challenge Rules versus the Real Road. Real World Road World Bald versus Hair. Real World, Oops All Mean Men. The Challenge, Babies versus Big Boys. Rope Real Rules, Denny's Employees versus IHOP Employees. Challenge Road, People That Say Mature versus People That Say Mature. Real World Challenge, Uncles versus Aunts versus Grandpas. <laughs> Uh, rule challenge, sketch versus skits. Oh, fuck. Challenge, lemons and shrimps versus limes and prawns. <laughs> challenge world, chairs versus tables versus booths. Road rules, rock versus paper versus scissors, USA. <laughs> the challenge, rice versus noodles. The real rope challenge, plumbers versus poop versus pee. Real world, cars versus trucks versus motorcycles. Real, real world, world times infinity. Pumpkins versus apples. For real, for real, challengey challenge. Redfish, bluefish versus one fish, two fish. Really, really rules, ropey rules. Bangs versus no bangs. And the challenge all stars. Hot dog style versus hamburger style. Yeah. Good list. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I never thought pumpkins and apples were a thing, but now I'm like, fuck, it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yes, Tubi obviously makes sense, but I could see all of those scrolling down Pluto's list of channels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where each of those have their own goddamn channel. Yeah. Oh, Pluto, we love you. We love you. We love you, Pluto. <laughs> Sign tab. Three Pluto! seasons. It doesn't have to be Crackle. We can be Pluto original too. Three seasons. All right. Uh, second time around, uh, Eric. Let's hear your bootleg ninety day fiance. Ninety day fiance. <clears throat> Welcome back to TLZ's special presentation of Ninety Day Fiance, the show where an Italian woman, Elena, has ninety days to decide if she wants to marry comedian Dane Cook. <laughs> When we last left our couple, they were looking for a two-bedroom within the city limits so Elena's Elena's son Javier can get to school faster. Let's check in with what they're saying. Well, Dane, this apartment for me, I think it checks all the boxes. What do you think? Okay, well, as long as the floors aren't too fucking slidey, as long as the floors aren't too fucking slidey, okay? Because the floors can't be too fucking slidey. Have you ever noticed the kitchen floors can be fucking slidey? They can be slidey sometimes. Okay, so I was in my last place. I was in my last place. I wanted to make an English muffin. I was on my way to make an English muffin with raspberry preserves. 
I was making an English muffin, okay? So I'm walking into my kitchen. I'm walking into my kitchen, walking. And so I stop. I stop at the toaster. I stop at the toaster. And then all of a sudden, the floors are too fucking slidey. Okay, so I start to slide. I start to slip and fall. I am slipping. I am slipping and falling. Falling and slipping is what I am doing. I am slipping. Fuck. And so, and so, I am slipping, right? And I'm starting to fall. I'm starting to fall and I'm like, oh no! I'm like, oh my fucking god! I'm fucking falling! I swear to god, I'm looking like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh character as I'm falling. I'm like, oh no! Oh fuck! I'm looking like fucking Goku as I'm falling. I'm like, ah! Oh, yeah! I'm next to my toaster going fucking Super Saiyan. Like, ah! Oh, oh, oh. conjuring a fucking fireball. Like, all of a sudden, my toaster turns into fucking Frieza. My toaster turns into Frieza. It's like, I will destroy you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I will destroy you. My mom comes in and is like, Dane, are you okay? And I'm like, not right now, Sito Kaiba. So I'm fucking slipping. I'm fucking slipping. And I'm my head is going towards the floor. And I'm like, I don't think that's where heads are supposed to go. And I swear to God, as I'm falling, the last thing that goes before through my head before I fall is Keith Lorraine. Applause break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the floors can't be too slippery. That's not an issue. Tune in to the season premiere to see if Elena and Dane will pull the trigger on the house and if Dane will ever tell a coherent story. Coming to you this Christmas Eve. Oh, man. All right. So you guys take your time so that uh, Eric can recover and, and de-Dane. You've got to de-Dane. Uh, oh, yeah. That's... Um, uh, unfortunately accurate. <laughs> I fucking squirted Dr. Pepper. So I had Dr. Pepper in my mouth, and I squirted it. I squirted Dr. I squirted it. It squirted. Okay. Uh, we could Dane all day, guys. Um, but everyone would hate that. So moving on to Jeff Brown. Ooh, Jeff. Hi there. That was going to be my dang picture. <laughs> yeah, now you got to, <laughs> hopefully you got a backup. Um, let's hear your bootleg 90 Day Fiance. Netflix's three-month getaway, a new series from Netflix. We've flown one eligible bachelor to a remote island where he will live unaided for three months. His only companion, a surprise celebrity guest, the Volleyball Wilson from Tom Hanks Film Castaway. Will desperation and loneliness bring our bachelor to develop feelings for his inanimate companion when the time comes to leave the island? Will our bachelor break ties and bounce? Or will his round island roommate become his spherical spouse on the mainland? <laughs> and will Wilson find love again? <laughs> oh. Find out on three-month getaway. Oh, no. One season. It'll be canceled after that. Well, I don't know that I could handle two seasons. <laughs> Oh. I'll date Wilson. <laughs> I love you, Wilson. We're sorry. We didn't mean to leave you there. You know that there is like fan mail to Wilson somewhere out there. Sure. 
it was sad when it was. he died. Um, <laughs> he just floated Well, he didn't away. actually die. He's still alive. He, yeah. he went He's on a newer adventure. He was acting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did feel like that was, that was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was like, a, it was like another like a stuntman pulling him under the water. <laughs> just giving him a little like gas mask. It's like, you're fine. You're fine. We'll get you some air. We're going to get you back on land. Oh. Just a couple more takes. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is why we need the union to be stronger. No. That vol- actors like Wilson. That volleyball. Very method. <laughs> yeah. Very method. Wilson uh, didn't make enough money, so he lost his pump insurance. Oh, <laughs> shit. Sad. No, he's, he's sagging. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for making us all sad again. Uh, Molly, <laughs> let's hear your... I'm giving you time for that to, to come back to life. Uh, let's hear your bootleg 90 Day Fiancé. So my bootleg 90 Day Fiancé is called 90 Day Chianti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use the microphone. Oh, my ninety. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful. My ninety day fiance. It's called Ninety Day Chianti. Uh-huh. Um, ninety Day Chianti is a reality dating show where infamous killer and cannibalist from the Silence of the Lambs, Doctor Hannibal Lecter, has ninety days before he gets executed. That is, unless he finds a wife. <laughs> so we found twenty sexy singles who have no idea what they're in for and invited them to the beautiful beaches of Italy to find love. Ooh. It's date or be eaten because at the end of each episode, Hannibal Lecter will eat the bachelorette he thinks is the rudest <laughs> at the fork ceremony where every bachelorette will either be given a fork to eat with or a bundle of rosemary and thyme to be killed and butter-based with. Will Dr. Lecter find a lover with flava beans? <laughs> Tell me, Lisa, what do you like to do for fun? I like to rock climb. You rock climb, Lisa, but you don't like to rock climb. You rock climb to keep up the facade that you are not afraid of heights and you can save someone if needed, but you couldn't save your mother, could you, Lisa? No, you were supposed to clip her into her harness, weren't you, Lisa? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm really having so much fun spending time with you, Hanny. <laughs> Have you ever seen blood in the moonlight, Stephanie? It appears quite black. No, I never realized that. Boop. Mm, he's hot, Dr. Gunn. You didn't say excuse me, Stephanie. And from the smell, from the smell of it, you've eaten a Hebrew national hot dog with way too much ketchup every lunch for the past two weeks. And for me, that's a red flag. <laughs> he really loves me. No, he just wants to eat you, Stephanie. <laughs> Bitch, you wish Hanny would eat you, but he wouldn't touch you with a ten-foot spoon. Bitch! <laughs> Will this murderer find a heart he won't want to eat? (laughs) I see us going the distance. I'm a girl that just really wanted to be on TV. I think I'm falling in love with him. I think I'm going to eat Stephanie. 90 Day Chianti or Flava Beans of Love. We haven't decided yet, Hundo P. Both names are really good. Thursdays at 8, 7 Central. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter could could clearly wheeze the juice. Uh, he ends up with Clarice uh, well, in the books. Clearly. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, I read the Wikipedia. Yeah, wow. and like the third, there's like a third book, and she like follows him to Italy, and then mm. she he like wants to eat her, and she's like, no, don't eat me. And then she's like, but this is the Wikipedia article that uh-huh. it says like she offers him her breast, and then they become lovers. And I was okay. like, what? <laughs> I thought you were trying to arrest this guy, and now you're like, and he eats people, and now you're like giving him like a meaty boob? What's that I all mean, about? It's weird. The heart wants. Now I want to read it though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the next if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Eric Barger. Yes. Let's get our third time around. Your uh, bootleg, Project Runway. All right, Project Runway. Hey, what's going on? Sorry for startling you. Uh, now, you've probably heard of Tim Gunn, the fashion consultant for Project Runway. I've been watching this jabroni for years, and I've been thinking, I couldn't fucking do that. So, that's why I started my own fashion show right here in Brooklyn, New York, called Fashion About It, hosted by me, Tony Revolver. I brought 15 of the best designers who really understand Brooklyn fashion. And every week they compete while I give consultations on the fashion. Cut to scene one. Tony, I'm not sure what my dress might be missing. Uh, I think I know what might be missing. They both look at each other and say in unison, The next colors! Yeah, we can put the next colors on there and not green because they say in unison, Celtics suck! Like I said, these people all really understand Brooklyn fashion. But it's not always an easy ride. Scene two. Tony, I'm not sure. I think my cardigan is missing that it factor. Mm. Yeah, plus I spilled some mustard on it from my foot-long hot dog. Wait a minute. I think they both look at each other and say in unison, More mustard! They start giggling and squirting mustard all over a $300 cardigan. Like I said, they all really know Brooklyn fashion. But... What will the designers do when I surprise them with an unconventional materials challenge? All right, designers, this week is unconventional materials week, so you'll have to make your dresses out of pizza! <laughs> Everybody cheers! <laughs> That's right, I played a joke on you. It's because in Brooklyn, this is a very conventional material. Everybody enjoy pizza week! It's a high drama, high fashion event that can only be watched on the big screen in Times Square. So, tune in to see fashion about it, coming on the third day of Hanukkah. Sure, sure, sure. Eric's out of breath again. Yeah. <laughs> then the original hosts leave. And start up, start, start up a competing show. I'm designing here! <laughs> and it's just a whole thing. Uh, Jeff Brown. Uh, second of three. Third of two. I can't remember. Jeff, let's just hear your, <laughs> your bootleg. Uh, Project Runway. Is your home missing something? <laughs> Do you feel too relaxed when you're in the kitchen making dinner? Do you feel too at ease when you're vacuuming the living room or making the bed or attending to any of your daily activities? Mm. Then you need German shame doll! <laughs> Finally, a way to feel as ill at ease as you would in a Munich airport. But from the comfort of your own home! <laughs> German shame doll is a motivational tool that makes you question your self-worth when completing the simplest tasks. <laughs> Available in 12-inch and 24-inch models, German shame doll can rest comfortably on your mantle, dresser, or other flat surface. 
And thanks to its motorized eyes, will track your every movement. Silently. <laughs> Unflinchingly. German shaped doll will make you wonder if you were ever good at anything as it stares at you out of its cold, dead porcelain face. You don't want to disappoint German shame doll. Don't disappoint German shame. Do not disappoint German shame doll. Forty nine ninety nine MRSP. Sorry, there was a splash zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Done. Finn. Oh, Finn. Oh, jeez. I just come here to shout. I don't get to do that in my daily yeah. life. Yeah. No, this is the show is very cathartic. I want to. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> We're just gonna start every future episode with just a just a just scream therapy. I'm gonna give. When you come in, there's going to be a pillow on every seat, and we will just scream into it and um, mm. feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know what I'm bringing in next time I come in tomorrow. Is I'm just screen, screen pillow. Screen pillow. Okay. German shame doll. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. German shame doll. That's a different thing. Hello, uh, Molly. Let's end segment two, can we? Yes. Please. <laughs> with, <laughs> with your bootleg uh, project runway, please. Great. Um, yes, last time I did bootleg. Um, so this is so this is my other kind of naughty one. I'm oh, sorry, okay. everybody. Because uh, um, the last time I well the last time I did bootleg, I had a lot of fun and I did a porno version of Citizen Kane called Clitizen Kane. Yes. Um, and I had a <laughs> I had a really good time. And so I would be remiss if I didn't do another porno bootleg. Sure. So inspired by Project Runway, this is Project Comeway, uh-huh. hosted by the sultry Heidi. Oh, no, Heine Plump. Sorry about that. Bow wow. Twelve designers will come skeet for a chance to design at the illustrious new pork fashion queef and a prize of 500,000 spanks. The designers will face weeks of sexy and horny challenges where they must design sexy fashion-ready garments and the most fuckable garment each week wins. Sorry. <laughs> Challenges include creating a garment from non-traditional materials such as lube <laughs> or creating garments made to walk a runway while, be- while being showered in lube <laughs> or creating garments just using blankets, pillows, and lube. <laughs> the top three designers will move on to New Pork Fashion Queen where they will create a 12-garment collection. In the sexy fashion business, either you're out or you're in, or you're in and out and in and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Project Conway. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect that segment to have so much shouting Eastern, <laughs> Eastern Block accentry, but um, yeah. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thanks for that. Good thing there's a lectern here. Uh, <laughs> Lie down. Lie I down on the floor. Got tight. Don't, don't run. Don't. I can't run. Nobody make me run. Segment three. <laughs> now recipes. I want to see Jesse run. Chai. <laughs> He'll die. Segment three. It's recipes. Uh, yeah, it's he almost. Looks, he looks funny. <laughs> we, uh, we we almost have to have an intermission in this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, segment three, guys. It's recipes. Everything great and small has come from the combination of other things even smaller. We're all the sum of our parts, be they genetic or emotionally scarring. We are today who we are today by the experiences we've, ex we've, we've had yesterday, you know, uh, for better or worse. And while we all know that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and sugar and spice and everything nice are what little girls are made of, in recipes you're asked to give us the ingredients that have gone into making these other various stuffs and things and what have yous. Eric Barger, let's yes. hear your recipe. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Are we, are we covered? I'm good. Are we recovered from recording <laughs> your new album, your new Dane Cook album? <laughs> <laughs> Slippies. Fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Barger, let's hear your recipe for someone who gets unreasonably upset with people doing immature things. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> the holidays are just around the corner. Freaking out yet? Mm. I know I am. Hi. Jane Festivities here. And I love holiday gatherings, but people who come to a Jane Festivities party have come to expect delicious appetizers, uh, del delicious appetizers, great entertainment, and above all else, people who completely suck the air out of any conversation that they're having. But how do I cook that up on such short notice? Don't worry. Here's an easy recipe for a person who gets irrationally mad at immature people. Ingredients. One mid-30s blonde white woman. <laughs> One rich family. One cowardly enabler husband. Editor's note, I know this is sounding a lot like the recipe for a Stacy from Love is Blind season five, but don't <laughs> worry, I would never make that again, I promise. More ingredients. One trivial issue from 24 to 72 hours ago and 25 ounces of alcohol any type. Step one, mix your mid-30s blonde white woman with your rich family and cowardly enabler husband using a whisk. Stir until blonde woman starts saying things like, oh, I know who I am, honey. That's right, I know who I am, honey, okay? I know who I am, honey. <laughs> Step two, let your trivial problem simmer. Examples could include somebody honked while they were merging, or somebody bumped into them and went, uh, excuse me. Warning, do not make your trivial problem that Johnny has a short conversation with Izzy to get some closure about what happened in the pods. That is how you accidentally make a Stacy from Love is Blind season five, and we are not doing that again. Step three. Pour your trivial problem into your blonde white woman mixture and bake until crispy or until you start to hear, no, 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 no. See, because no, I know, because I know that it's not a big deal, okay? No, see, I know that it's not a big deal, but see, the thing is that I just cannot stand immature people. No, no, no. I cannot stand immature people people okay no because see i don't have time for that i do not have time for that okay no i do not have time for that i know who i am honey i know who i am honey mm. optional step optional step four for a tex-mex flare throw in a western accent that your blonde white woman for some reason thinks gives her statement pack more of a punch so instead of just i know who i am honey it's Oh, I know who I am, honey. I know who I am, honey. That's right. Walk away, 
away, sugar. Walk away, sugar. I know who I am, honey. <laughs> if editors note, if by chance you have accidentally made a Stacy from Love is Blind season five, dump all ingredients and start over. Believe me, I accidentally made one and you do not want to live with that guilt. Happy holidays. Yay. Oh, thank you, Eric. I hope she's not watching. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Stacy. Um, I'm sorry, Eric. I didn't mean to, to activate... <laughs> the the reality show uh, just triggers with it's like uh, the MK Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say. Uh, uh, but thank you. That's okay. I you know I just really <laughs> I can't stand that. Stacey's no, I can't stand any of them. Just to clarify, okay. not uh, just Stacy. But I don't like Stacy. <laughs> Is it season five? Season it's five. season five. She okay. knows who she is, honey. Uh, <laughs> she said that. She said that as Johnny was walking away. She's like, I know who I am, honey. And, it's mm. like, and she said it in this stupid Western accent. I, I was like, I that's am. not your voice. Anyway. Uh, thank you. Thank Free you, plug. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> we will we'll ride the back of anybody that has slightly more fame than us, which is everyone. Uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, Jeff. Hey. Let's hear your recipe, shall we? Would you like me to describe it for, to the audience? Okay. <laughs> Jeff, let's, let's hear your recipe for a Halloween party for people who don't like to be scared. Ooh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Today, we will be making a special treat for all the vampires and witches out there who want a little less spooks and scares in their holiday festivities. Mm -hmm. We've received a lot of emails asking for some vegan and gluten-free recipes for traditional holiday bakes, and today we'll certainly take the cake, pun intended, <laughs> as we show you how to craft the perfect Halloween party that your guests with ghost and ghoul allergies can enjoy. <laughs> First, we need to choose a proper container for our monster mash, mm. and we're going to suggest a moderately sized enclosed space Many Halloween events take place in outdoor settings or in backyards. These are uncontrolled environments and can easily lead to unforeseen spooks. So let's keep things private and indoors, shall we? <laughs> so first we want to preheat our party space to a balmy 70 degrees. Not too cool, not too warm. Once this space is appropriately heated, we can add our primary ingredients. Since themed treats and drinks can cause panic amongst horror-sensitive guests, we are going to keep the spread simple and basic. Water, <laughs> Gatorade, and other electrolyte drinks. <laughs> Nothing is scarier than dehydration, y'all. And high-carb snacks like energy bars so the party can go all night. We also want to avoid classic Halloween decor because bats hanging from the ceiling and skeletons poking their arms from around the corner. I don't know. They have arms? Skeletons? <laughs> yeah, they have got arms. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Right. It would just be bones. Mm -hmm. It's just, you don't want to see those guys, right? You don't want to see those skeletons poking from around corners no. and they cause quite a stir. So we're going to replace those ingredients with something more welcoming. Mm -hmm. uh, such as enormous bean bags <laughs> and uh, hammocks. Mm -hmm. Can't get a fright from a night in a hammock. <laughs> and lastly, our final ingredient, the guests. Oh. Uh, since the elderly are inherently frightening uh, <laughs> due to being a reminder of death and its constant presence in our lives, yeah. 
We're yeah. going to forego adding Midge and Mitch and instead pour in a heaping helping <laughs> of attractive 20 and 30-somethings. Okay. Imagine the CW in its heyday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A younger supernatural is what we're going for. <laughs> a little more color if we could, please. Mm. Their youthful exuberance and stamina are great counter-agents against Halloween scares. Sure. And just to make sure this party is fright-free, we are going to replace our scary costume party goers with sexy costume party goers because even if someone does show up as Dracula, it's a sexy Dracula. So that's fun, right? It's not scary. Once we've added our last ingredient, we set our timers for two hours and let bake at that even 70 degrees. uh, I've got one started from earlier so we don't have to wait two hours because that's what they do on TV. (laughs) Let's take a look and see how it turned out. What? Oh. Mm. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh. It's, um, they're fucking. (laughs) They're, they're just all, they're just all fucking. Yeah. Yeah. They're, oh, oh my goodness. They're, (laughs) they're using, they're using the hammocks as as sex swings. Sure. Sure. They're using the hammocks. As sex wings, oh, uh, there are empty Cliff Bar wrappers <laughs> all over the place. Oh no! Oh no! The gate, the Gatorade, <laughs> the Gatorade, the high protein supplements, <laughs> the attractive young people mm-hmm. dressed as sexy doctors and sexy Ruth Bader Ginsburgs. <laughs> this wasn't a recipe for a scare-free Halloween party. This was a recipe for an orgy that could last forever. Oh my God. I got this recipe from my grandmother. Gross. Mm. Yeah. Fiend. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Not uh, Midge and Mitch. <laughs> they cannot That's come the to this party. visceral reaction to this. Well, names. they sound like such a cute couple. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah, but they are not Midge allowed. We want to go to the orgy. You're not allowed. Oh, no. 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 Too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> You'll remind everybody that death is waiting for us all. <sighs> We've all got skeletons inside us, guys. <laughs> That's not true, girl. Girls. They do have arms. Girls don't. Girls don't have skeletons. Mm, no. no. They're all Gr- cartilage. Girls don't have skeletons. <laughs> That's why they don't poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need bones to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know, Jazzy? Yeah. No, 95% of poop is calcium. So obviously you have to have bones. Yeah. Otherwise it will not come out. <laughs> um, thank you, Jeff. Um, yeah. No, I think thank you was the right word that I'm looking for. Uh, Molly Doan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about as open-ended as you can have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Molly, I would like to hear your recipe for a real, real bad time. <laughs> Are you looking to have a really, really bad time? <laughs> then you're on the right page. Hi there, my name's Vivica Bosoms. What's yours? Of course it is. That's funny. <laughs> Today we're going to be showing you everything we'll need for a really, really bad time. Spoiler alert, one of the ingredients is whipped creme. (laughs) But we'll get to that later. Ready? Great. 
To start off this really, really bad time, I'm going to need you to pick me up. I live across the city in a neighborhood that's hard to find. It's not on any GPSs or maps. When you get there, there will be no parking except for a spot that you're pretty sure you can't park in. But it's the only spot. But there's a fire hydrant. But the fire hydrant isn't attached to the ground. You don't want to get a ticket. But you take the risk. I am worth it, aren't I? Just think about the whipped creme. When you get out of your car, my old neighbor Darren will talk to you about current politics. Darren wears an open robe with nothing underneath. He doesn't agree with the January 6th attack on the White House, but he talks at length that he's happy at least someone is trying to do something. Darren notices, which I don't agree with. Darren notices a parking ticket on your car, and before letting you go, he takes way too long grabbing you a book from his house that he thinks you, as a stranger he just met, should read. We don't have to continue. This is already a really bad time. You gotta get to the whipped creme. Oh, fuck. All right. We gotta get to the whipped creme. When you get into my building, you notice that even though the apartment number I gave you is 69, all the doors in this building have letters on them, not numbers. What's taking you so long? I'm ready. You finally get to my door, but I'm not ready. I... <laughs> I finish, I'll finish getting ready while you wait for me. Don't worry, you can sit on my small couch next to my weird stepbrother, Seth. He likes to come over to my place to hang out. Don't worry, he's not hurting himself. He just likes to zone out by repeatedly jamming safety pins through his fingernails. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm ready. Sorry about that. Uh, but there's only a few more steps to this really, really bad time before we get to the whipped creme. I know that I said we were going to a quiet restaurant, but we're actually going to a loud bar called Quiet Restaurant. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll just be me, you, and 22 of my best friends that are mostly guys I've dated in the past that clearly still like me. You wanted a really, really bad time, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. I'll need you to f I, need a <laughs> I need to fuel up before we get to the whipped creme. You have to buy me food because you're the man and that's the rules. Small frisé salad costs $42. Mmm, I love frisé, don't you? You're allergic to frisé? That's funny. While we wait for our food, I'm going to eliminate any meaningless small talk between us by going outside to have a cigarette and be gone for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to go to the bathroom and be gone for 40 minutes. <laughs> Don't worry, the waitress will take care of you while I'm gone for 40 more minutes after that. She's really nice to everyone. Except for you, because I told her in the bathroom that you cheated on me and farted on all of my makeup. <laughs> and she serves you booger beers all night. Are you having a really, really bad time yet? Don't worry, I'm back and I'm incredibly drunk out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm also hungry for that whipped creme. So maybe we should take this really, really bad time back to my apartment. After throwing up frisé salad and wet farting in your car, we're back to my place. Oh, you're allergic to frisé vapors? <laughs> That's funny. We made it to the last step, big boy. The whipped creme. What are you doing here? I like having a whole pumpkin pie by myself in my room under the covers. That's it. Yeah, that's where the whipped creme is. It's always going to be come in there. What do you mean, what do I mean? That's what I mean. What do you mean? I want to eat this pumpkin pie by myself in the dark. I do it every night. It's not weird. I get the fuck out of my apartment. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. That's all you need for a really, 
really bad sign. God damn it. Uh, yes, yes it was. Yeah. Every sentence hurt more than the last. And I could feel all of it. Don't you want a bigger beer? Yes, and I will sit here for 40 times 40 times 40 minutes. <laughs> Babysitting your salad that's warm now. But it's frisé. I know. Frisé never goes bad. <laughs> and the whipped creme's been sitting on the bed the whole time. That's room temperature. This is all terrible. It's so. been under a blanket. <laughs> so it's clean. God damn. Thank you, Molly. Segment four. Vows <laughs> to an asshole. Marriage. It sounds like a good idea. Right? Wait, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, the fact that so many people seem to be doing it leads us to believe there must be something to it. You seem to think so, too. Even if your chosen lifelong partner is someone or something that most of the rest of us view as something of an asshole. But you don't care. You love schmookum so much, no matter what other people might think. So, in vows to an asshole, you've been asked to give us your wedding vows to these generally unlovable nouns or concepts. So, let's hear what love is. We want to know. Show me. Eric Barger. Yes. <laughs> let's hear your vows to gig work. All right. <clears throat> gig work. Here we stand in front of our family, our friends, and 30 middle-aged men all screaming that they have an order for Garen. <laughs> I pledge my undying faith to you, as realistically, I can't imagine a world where I don't have to rely on you. <sighs> People may not understand our love, but they don't know that love is about giving, and we are givers. I give you the effort of delivering 10 cases of water to the fourth floor of a hotel, and you give me $6. <laughs> That's why we just work so well. <laughs> and you, you ignite a passion in me, a flame. I mean, with you, I see sides of me that I never even knew existed. If it weren't for you, I never would have had that day where I was parked downtown for five minutes and I came down to a man giving me a ticket and I got so mad at him that I screamed at him that his life has no meaning. <laughs> Which we can all agree is really commendable and not totally regrettable behavior that made me go, ooh, I need therapy. Uh. <laughs> and now, uh, Mom, might want to throw on the earmuffs because this is the raunchy part. <laughs> Gig work, I am pretty good at doing you. <laughs> I mean, we turn each other on uh, <laughs> we turn each other on you know you turn me on for several minutes at a time and I turn you on for 14 minutes or 14 hours until you say I've reached the legal working limit and I have to switch to Uber for another 14 hours and then take caffeine pills and not eat and then go crazy <laughs> and then you cut me off when I'm one ride away from a bonus and I say, what the heck? And you say, tough shit, you fucking loser. <laughs> <sighs> but what I love most about you, mm -hmm. what I love most about you, <laughs> is that 
You're adventurous. Mm-hmm. Without you, I never would have known that I was open to giving a man a ride from the hospital who was wearing nothing but a hospital gown mm-hmm. and sat bare ass <laughs> on my front seat. Yeah. And then when he stands up, I saw a little wet stain where he was standing, where he was sitting. And so I had to turn off my app and go <laughs> buy Resolve at Target and spray it. And then I couldn't even work because then my seat was just fucking soaking wet with Resolve. And that was <laughs> sexy. <laughs> so gig work. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to cry. No, it's all right. But I cry at every end of the day with you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to always lift you up. <laughs> <laughs> to give you my Insta heart. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and to be your mate until I'm dead and gone and we're nothing but postmates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have a little announcement. Oh, oh. Gig work and I have been trying, so you can expect <gasps> a little baby Uber Eats delivered in eight to nine months based on previous delivery estimates. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> Sorry. You've talked me out of it. <laughs> You're right on the cusp. Yep, yep. I mean, I need some. Um, but apparently not worth it. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you, and I'm sorry, as usual. Yep. Uh, Jeff Brown. <laughs> I always bring up something from my real life. Oh, yeah. No, I expected you might. I expected you might with that one. Uh, Jeff Brown. Let's hear your vows to first world problems. Mm, I don't know anything about that. No. (laughs) Come on, guys. First world problems. To my beloved, my rock, my light in the darkness, Mm -hmm. my 4G internet connection who is there for me, (laughs) even though I know I pay Verizon for 5G. To you, I make this vow. I swear to be patient with you in the face of adversity Mm -hmm. and to hold you close and comfort you when you're forced to choose the one to three day option for transferring funds from Venmo to your bank account because you don't want to deal with the 1.75% fee for an instant transfer. I promise to help you celebrate your good days and be compassionate on your bad days. Mm -hmm. Like when you kept trying to text me the word hot dog (laughs) and autocorrect changed it to hot dong. (laughs) I've always admired your willingness to be emotionally vulnerable with me. And I knew I truly had found my soulmate when I cradled you, crying in my arms, after you had texted me the phrase hot dong 17 times in a row. I know you so well. I know you meant hot dog. That's what love is. I pledge to stand up for you when the world would tear you down. When the nights seem the blackest and longest, I will be your anchor. I know that you ordered a 10-piece McNugget meal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and I know that they only gave you nine pieces. And as God is my witness, we will make sure that everybody knows. Because sometimes love is about standing proud and tall atop your convictions when the world would tear you down. We will at, at the McDonald's Twitter account until this wrong has been righted. Mm -hmm. And you will get that nugget you so deserve because, baby, you deserve it. You deserve that nugget. I tell myself that in the mirror every single day. <laughs> and finally, I vow to cherish and obey you. I vow to meet you where you are. Mm -hmm. And I vow on my life, on my soul, mm -hmm. to always make sure that the toilet roll has the paper coming out on top mm -hmm. over mm -hmm. it and not flopping freely underneath. Because I love you but I can't have another three-hour conversation about that. <laughs> and we're not invited back to Stephen's house anymore. <laughs> we don't have any other friends. <laughs> to my death, I swear these vows and... Oh, oh, um, I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> we, we agreed to write our own vows. We didn't set a word count. <laughs> No, I, I understand you just, um, you, you have some bullet points and um, I didn't mean to go long. <laughs> uh, yes, I um, Yes, I know if we don't leave on time, we're gonna hit traffic. Uh, look, look, it's my car and um, I'm driving. And honestly, I feel like since I'm driving, I should get to decide what we listen to on the radio on, you know what? Okay, that's it. You know what? The wedding is off. Oh, I, I, I cheated on you. Uh -huh. oh, okay. Oh, oh. I cheated on you. I cheated on you with third world problems. Oh no. No, I know you don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. And theme. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Whew. That was that was rough. <sighs> Weird thing to say. <laughs> well, well. I'm sorry, I was invested in the bit, so Jeff. It's a, it's a, it's a little I'm bit sorry. too home to clo close to home, Jesse. <sighs> my internet's not working. I'm so mad. Oh, I'm just Jesse. angry. Where's my fifth G? Tech problems. <sighs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, Molly Dome, let's wrap up some effing vows. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your vows. I I had a couple-hour conversation about, um, about this person last night. Uh... <laughs> This is for a specific person. Well, no, I mean, it wasn't at the time. It's for uh, me, isn't it? <laughs> it was a good conversation. Uh, Molly, let's hear your vows to someone who's always just playing devil's advocate. Okay. I may make you change your mind on this one. Maybe. 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 Baby. <laughs> I love you so much. You're the freaking light of my life, babe. You're not only beautiful and stunning and pretty, 
but I also <laughs> love how you play devil's advocate. Before I met you, I didn't even know what playing devil's advocate was. I didn't know what a lot of things were, and I still don't. I am a dumb man. I'm what doctors call incredibly stupid for no real reason. But hey, I get along just fine in life because I'm the heir to the Uncrustables fortune. So the Uncrustables money is always going to keep coming in. Uh... Let's see. Uh, so, yeah, that's nice. Anyway, babe, babe, I mean, babe, I, you're not like the other girls. You play devil's advocate, and I like that. In the past, when I've wanted to eat sand because it looks yummy and crunchy, past partners would call me names and ask me angrily, why would you want to eat sand? You can't eat sand. <laughs> you, on the other hand, you listen to me when I say, objectively, sand does look really yummy. And then say, hmm, and then you say, hmm, playing devil's advocate here, eating sand may hurt your tummy. I've never felt so seen, nor, nor actually understand why I can't eat just, I just can't eat some sand. And because of you, I do, kind of. I still really, really want to eat it. But whenever I do really, really want to eat sand, mm -hmm. I feel comfortable telling you about it. <laughs> I ate a little bit of sand one time, and it was really crunchy. <laughs> it was really fun to crunch with my teeth. <laughs> and I told you that, and I'd never told anyone that before. And you listened, and you said, to play devil's advocate, I've personally asked multiple doctors and dentists for you, and they've all said it's not a good idea to eat sand, and you probably need more iron. Yeah, we've gotten into some bad fights and arguments, mostly about me wanting to eat sand. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you always play devil's advocate and say, I think your personality is turning into someone who just wants to eat sand. If that's what you want, I accept you. But I do think you should know. Um, and I also think that you should up your iron intake. Baby, I don't know what that means, but I do know that I want to try to eat sand with you for the rest of my life. For better or for worse, sickness or in health, through thick sand and thin sand that like had a bunch of water poured on it and is extra crunchy, you are not only my devil's advocate, but you are my angel. <laughs> I love you so much, babe. And that's why I take you, sand. I mean, I mean, Rachel. I mean, Emily. Emily, no. Emily, come back. Oh, no, she's gone, everyone. Oh, mm, I have some sand in my pocket here, though. <laughs> How'd this sand get in my pocket? Oh. Must have been from the bachelor party. <laughs> well, Emily is gone. It wouldn't hurt to crunch a little sand. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I love grilled cheese. Uncrustables. <laughs> <laughs> they have grilled cheese ones? Yeah, well, they did okay. at some point. I don't know. It's basically just a po a pouch of white bread yeah. with melted cheese inside. See, I like, I like the crusts. I mean, I don't mind the crusts. Okay. But you, right. give me a, you give me a, a sandwich pouch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> segment five. Holy Christmas, we made it, guys. Woo! Yeah. Segment Woo! five. It's Department of Tourism. There's a lot of things outside of the four comfy walls you call home, like literally everything else there is. And that's a lot. So how can you decide where you should spend your time and money outside of your comfortable bubble? Well, 
in Department of Tourism, it's the job of the panelists, as the newly appointed directors of tourism for the following places, to try to convince you, uh, or I'm sorry, to try to convince the royal us, you, uh, <laughs> that their place is the one we should want to visit for a day, a week, or to put down whole ass roots in. Eric Barger. Yes. Yeah, we've been looking at that foam core for an hour and a half. <laughs> and now it's time. Uh, Eric Barger. Oh, shit. I did this to myself. Uh, <laughs> Eric. Let's hear your guide uh, to this place. Uh, let's hear why we should visit Charadeston. All right. And Jesse, I believe I sent you a musical cue. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, it's not super necessary, but it's fun. Oh, no. That's it's, flair. It's a part of it. Um, so while Jesse's doing that, I'll set this up. Imagine that we're in like a dark basement, mm -hmm. uh, like a really shitty dark basement, okay. and like a single camera is set up on a tripod, and it's like not well lit, <clears throat> and somebody is standing there talking to the camera, but they're in the shower. Shadows, mm -hmm. so the face is obscured. Hello. My name is Sharon Festivities, the ex-mayor of Charadeston. And if you're receiving this message, it means I need your help. I am a member of the famous Festivities family, who are known for their holiday get-togethers. But I wanted to live up to the family name, so I thought... What if I took it one step farther? What if I turn an entire city into a party game? So I bought a plot of land outside the New Mexico desert. I found 1,000 willing participants and I created Charadeston, a town where the inhabitants legally can only speak using charades. <laughs> Sounds fun, right? But I forgot one thing, charaders need guessers <laughs> and with nobody to guess and to speak out loud we descended to madness <laughs> men and women standing in the streets all pretending to hold old-timey cameras children unable to tell their parents they love them without tugging on their ears and pretending to put on gloves sounds like love our economy collapsed and chaos reigned. We tr tried to communicate by tugging our ears, poking our nose, and doing that stretching motion. But we did it for so long that we accidentally deformed our own bodies and became mutant forms. And that's how I became Big Mama! The government thought that it was nuclear testing. But it was all just a long charade. <laughs> One day I tried to end the madness and I spoke out loud. We must stop this! But the villagers turned to me and first pretended to be a waiter holding a platter and then pretended to tear a piece of paper in half and then pointed to their watch to indicate past tense. They were calling me a traitor! All right, I had no choice. I had no choice. That Rip. You get it. I'm helping. I had no choice but to run, and they hunted me. I tried to seek refuge, but I was so deformed and hideous that nobody would take me in. Until I remembered a friend from a long distant past who told me that he knew somebody 
who would take me in because he was so incredibly ugly. So I enlisted the help of the ugliest person I could find, Eric James Barger the First. I am at his house now, and... Oh my god, they found me. Don't worry, Big Mama. I found a recipe from your sister's blog. A person who will keep the mutants at bay. Eric, did you follow the recipe exactly? Of course I did. Of course I did. No, Eric, you didn't follow the recipe correctly. You created a... Grab it, Jesse! You created a Stacy from Love is Blind season five! Oh! Where's Johnny? She needs to never get closer about what happened in the pods! Eric, watch out! She's grabbing the mutant's gun! Bang! Now, come on, mutants! Let's go. I need to <laughs> I need to find somebody to shame because they don't have $20,000 for an HVAC. Wait, Stacy. Be careful. The floor is too slidey. Keith Lorraine. Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, Eric, you're alive. But how? Were you wearing a bulletproof vest? No, I was wearing an original Tony revolver. <laughs> the cheese absorbed the bullet. <laughs> well, I guess I'm finally free. Eric, what do we do now? We do what I do best. Driving strangers around for less than minimum wage. <laughs> End credits! <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Man. That reveal. That was incredible. Well, it looks pretty accurate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch the movie twice to get it really good. The, the oh, yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. Then you can act like you saw it coming the whole time. <laughs> oh, I don't know that we've gotten to see the unfolding of the uh, Barger Cinematic Universe in person. No. It's usually uh, popsicle stick puppets over Zoom, and it's just uh, it's magical. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that it's a very narrow camera, <laughs> so I'm holding something right up to the camera, That's and right. it's just like, well, this is a blurry gr green, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Eric, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, hey, where can people get more Eric James Barger? the first in their lives uh yes like i said you can find me on instagram at it electric uh like i said i do sell string art and i will be uh selling a lot of it there mm -hmm. um and i will be posting a lot of stuff i'll probably open up an etsy shop soon yeah. which is very exciting but i don't have a pun yet chat where you at yeah um and also molly and i make a uh um a series uh, I don't know. How do you want to describe it? Um, it's like a stop motion. It's a very stupid but very funny stop motion series. Um, it's kind of mixes like Action League now, like from Kablam in the 90s and like Friends. Nice. So it's like, yeah, it's like that, You've but it's them. more of a sitcom vibe. And it's called Raptor on a Horse. Raptor yes. Horse. And you can find it on Instagram or YouTube at Raptor on a Horse. I only didn't promo Raptor on a Horse this time for either of you because uh, you've... 
You've uh, you've left us wanting, so I, I wasn't know. sure. We if... keep changing our mind on what the first new episode's going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. want to include a Lego quiz, Chris Webber, and she doesn't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by Chris Webber. He wants to include all of these Lego figures of real people, and I'm like, mm. that's... All right. I don't know. I just don't want to get in trouble, but I also don't want to, you know. Well, I mean, douse his dream of having Chris Weber yeah. in something he makes. I don't know. <laughs> what if we get him to voice it? Yeah. <laughs> See. That's See Web. <laughs> yeah. You hope for those sorts of problems. Yeah. Cease and desist means somebody's watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how you get them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we had a non-licensed song as our theme for years. And then stopped when nobody was paying attention. Uh, well, thank you, Eric. Thank so you. So good. So good. Hey, Jeff. Ooh. I hey. just realized, yeah, that Ratatat's not playing anymore. No. I just, I, I blanked I mean, on I it. still like it, but we, we had a, a knockoff made for when we filmed uh, our episodes uh, up in Rockland mm. that we never edited. So, um, I thought I'd use it. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Brown. Yeah. Hi. Hey there. Um, you have a Department of Tourism, one would uh, assume, since you were asked to. So, uh, Jeff, let's hear why we should want to visit uh, Timidsville. No. Jeff, Jeff Brown. No. Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff no. Brown. Let's, I don't want let's hear. I don't want um, to do it. Department of Tourism, segment five. You were at, you had five segments in the show. Jeff Brown. Let's hear. I don't want to. Let's hear your pitch for why we should want to visit Timidsville. <laughs> Jeff Brown and come, Jeff Brown come, and, and Timidsville. Come Jeff. um, come on down to Timidsville. <laughs> if you if you want, it's we've um. We've got its town. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can go there. Um, I mean, you can come here. Um, maybe call ahead of time. Mm. Maybe call ahead of time. Um, you can call the n- number from the billboard, um, but I'm I'm probably I probably won't answer. So you should just leave a message. Uh, I mean, I have my I have my phone with me. It's just um, I'm just gonna let it go to voicemail. So, te- uh, texting um, texting is better if you can if you can do that. That would be. Um, I'm sorry. Um, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> Tim Timitzville is known as the refund capital of the world, <laughs> with several locally owned shops and businesses that are more than willing to avoid confrontation with unhappy tourists by comping you on your purchases. <laughs> didn't didn't like your meal, but um, still like ate all of it. That's okay. Uh, here, have a complimentary $100 bill from, from my wallet <laughs> on, on the house. Don't be mad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, when you're done browsing our wares and taking advantage of the loopholes in our store policies, take a load off at our always popular movie theater with 16 screens. You're bound to, maybe, you're bound to, I don't want to say you will, you should, you might. You could find something that you'll enjoy to watch, but 
Um, only if you enjoy the movie Amelie, because <laughs> the only movie that is playing on all 16 screens at all times is the movie Amelie. <laughs> it's a nice movie. The quiet lady helped the people. It was nice. <laughs> After uh, the movie, take to the streets and enjoy the, the active nightlife in Timmitsville. <laughs> Aside from being the refund capital of the world, Timmitsville is also known as the cucking capital of the world. <laughs> well, sure. See someone over there that catches your eye, but it's obvious that they're married. I mean, whatever. Right? <laughs> Here in Timmitsville, there is a saying. Take my wife, please. <laughs> or maybe don't... Um, <laughs> But she's an adult who can make her own decisions. It's mm -hmm. fine. Just um, don't make me watch. <laughs> or do. I? It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, she's having a good time, so that's important. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so come on down to Timmitsville if you want. You don't have to. It's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Brown. <laughs> Jeff Brown in Timmonsville. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Because I thought that would work as well as it did. <laughs> uh, Jeff, hey, where can people get more Jeff Brown where they work in bank? Well, if you were here at staff for the last month, you could have seen me here. But so, not many anymore. Um, so many times. You can go to mom dash hat.com and mm -hmm. see all the fun things that I do and I'm a part of and have friends with and we joke and laugh and play games and it's all usually an audio medium at this point because podcasts are easier to produce than things that are visual. So uh, microphones are not cheap, but we bought them years ago. Well, someone bought them years ago and they're at my apartment, so I'm just using them. It's fine. It's yeah. whatever. Don't tell Jojo. He's not watching. He's not watching this right now. No. Um, yeah, mom-hat.com. We have uh, like three, four podcasts that we do, yeah. uh, one of which is active right now. If you really want to just kind of catch what's happening now, uh, there's a podcast called Listen to Player 2, and that comes out about bi-weekly where we find reviews of video games and then we review those reviews mm -hmm. it's very intellectual <laughs> and it's very smart yes and you realize that we're all gonna die and it's probably for the best <laughs> because we've exhausted creativity to the point where now that's what we're doing mm -hmm. but it's fun especially if you like video games and it's a enjoyable time plus there's like a bunch of video content you go to youtube go to instagram i don't know did you change my uh my twitter thing i did cool thank you Mom i don't have twitter anymore i burned it Oh, well, good. Yeah, good for you. So I'm just on Blue Sky. Yeah. Which will just have been in seven years become bad. So it's sure. okay. But thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. No, we've got Mom Hat's Instagram up there now. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That I also don't post to. Well, it's. You, you said no more Twitter. Yeah. So the Mom Hat Twitter. You can go to Mom Hat Studios at Twitter. Okay. Don't call go. it X. Fuck that. Yeah. No, it's nonsense. Yeah. I'm not going to add an X logo to all these titles. Mm. It's not happening. No. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Hey, Molly Doan. Hello. Hey, you do things that are consumable by the public. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hot dogs, hamburgers. How can the general public ingest your comedic wares? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting, I'm doing all the comedy things again. I've been yeah. um, in little grief town for a while. Well, sure. But now I'm buckarooed out of there. No, I'm still there sometimes. Uh, but no, I do comedy again. Um, so yeah, just uh, follow me on Instagram at Mothman because I really like Mothman. Mm. And my name's Molly. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, um, a lot, mini Wednesdays I'm at the Lyric Hyperion in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Uh, Lakers, um, and uh, with the, a place called the Shared Experience, and it's a really great new theater in LA uh, that's starting up, and I really love it there. So come, come to a show there every Wednesday at the Lyric Hyperion. Well, cool. Thank you, Molly. Yeah, Thank if you, you make it down to LA, head to head to Lyric. Yeah, I used to go there uh, a while when I was there. It was a whole different thing. It was more dramatic plays and all that stuff now it's become yeah. a comedy theater it's yeah they redid it all yeah it's um, awesome it's cool yeah. yeah there's a picture of like two a painting of like two babies on the wall that i'm like <laughs> no it's like a photograph and i'm like i've seen these babies before oh. and so that's my only gripe with it is like okay. i don't know where i've seen this picture before <laughs> and it's like of two like ghost children looking like sure. things other yeah. than that the comedy is great other the drinks that. are great um other the parking's than, good yeah. aside parking's from okay. the haunted babies photo well, i'm just uh, like where did i see this picture um i don't know have we all seen this picture am i one of those babies oh. <laughs> i'm just like i've never been here before but i know those old ghost babies yeah anyways i digress i, I digress those old ghost babies uh molly let's <laughs> let's end this program um well to the point of then asking people to vote for their their favorites which how could you yeah. at this point we're all yeah. winners everyone's really good yeah this is this is gonna be difficult uh molly let's wrap up the show with your tourism guide make us want <laughs> to come to agroopolis great yeah this is the last one i want to keep it snappy so i did a little song oh um Welcome to Agroopolis. I'm Mayor Headvane. Looking, <laughs> looking for the next destination for your vacation? Tired of the hecticness of city living? The hustle and bustle of the rat race? Well, have I got a place for you. Follow me to Agroopolis. Welcome to Agroopolis. I'm Mayor Headvane. Let's take a nice trip through a town where you can be real mad if something pisses you off. Feel free to scream in our scream canyon. Or punch, a, or punch a hole through a wall in a maze if you can't get it. Play Call of Duty in our arcade and get real mad when the buttons aren't working. It's not me. It's the button's fault. One, two, three, four, five, ten. <laughs> anyways, anyways, Agropolis also has nightlife that you really cannot beat. Dance clubs with hot girls you want to meet. And if they give you a fake number, you can go and ask them, why the fuck did you think that they, you could do that to me? What the fuck? I'm going to take this out on everybody else. Why can't I find a girl that likes frisee and whipped crumb? Deep breath. Anyways, check out our shops and amenities. Our mall sells all the nicest jeans where the jeans actually look good the first time and don't make you cry in the dressing room because every store has different sizes. Why am I at 34 at one store and a 42 at another? And why aren't any of these garments fuckable? Black chair, Jesse, oh. stand, stab logo, fan. That's five things in the room. 
Check out our Michelin star restaurants where the chefs will make you whatever you want. We double check your order and don't make mistakes because when other places get my order wrong, it just pisses me off because I clearly said no tomato on this fucker taking my order said he would remember, but he didn't. And I knew it when he wasn't writing anything down. They think that they cannot write anything down and remember. And then I overheard, and then I overheard at the other table, this guy asked for sand and they wouldn't give it to him. Have it your way, my ass, Cheesecake Factory. I don't know why I let this, sorry. Okay, one, two, three. Our gyms and parks are really, really cool. Or take a dive in the local pool, but make sure not to run around the pool because you could have a boner. Trip over my gravity bong and snap your penis right off. You don't want to be a Ken doll with balls the rest of your life. Women don't love it, which isn't fair, but it makes sense. We have the best entertainment and movies. Big boys versus babies and 90 day Chianti, but no NFL because the NFL, the NFL. The, people are only watching it now because of Taylor Shift and she's dating a freaking player. That makes me so mad even though I don't like football, I like soccer. So come on over to Agroopolis where you can be real mad if you want, but for real, no running with a boner. Oh, Molly Doan. And that, that is the content portion of, of literally the entire tournament. So, let's get you this completely nonsensical track that we will play under the collection of votes. Uh, you guys, in person, you got a strip with three names on it. Tear off the name that you decided uh, was your favorite, and we'll drop it in this uh, leftover tin from the... Uh, from the improv jam. Wow. Everyone take that milk, thank you, appreciate it. And online audience, the poll is up. That's a beautiful tin. It is. <laughs> that is a nice tin. <laughs> with those sugar cookies in there, with the shortbread, with the sprinkles. I'd come next, just next week, just for the tin. <laughs> uh, so yeah, audience, online, vote for your favorites. The poll is up. It's at like the top of the chat. If you guys always say you miss it, well, I don't believe that. So uh, it's right there. And the, the online audience uh, vote is very important. It will, uh, it has decided winners in previous rounds. I so it brought me here. It probably did. I have to do this while also, okay. Oh, ooh, heavens. Heavens. Math, Jesse, figure it out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh no, Lordy. Jesse's saying heavens. Oh. <laughs> that means he's stressed. Goodness gracious. There's that many and now we have to wait. It's only a two-minute poll, but it always seems like it's so long. So we have to wait for the online vote. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, if you like the Stab Show, because I don't think I promo it in the uh, outro, uh, I've been editing the heck out of our backlog. Uh, and we've been doing the show for ten and a half years. So wherever you get your podcasts, check us out at Stab, the Stab Show, whichever. We've got, what is it, 342 episodes right there, I believe, at, the, at this point. Uh, check it out. Also, oh, oh careful. Um, we're here live in person Thursdays through Sundays. And uh, we stream everything we do six nights a week. Check out StabComedyTheater.com. All right. All right. That poll is over. Let's look at some results. Let's uh, add those results to those results. And all right. All right. Let's abruptly stop that just so it's jarring. 
Um, I like to imagine this is like your inner monologue whenever you work any problem out. You're just like, all right, we're going to yeah. stop that. There it is. These this together is a thing. This thing. I don't have an inner monologue. That's the problem. <laughs> oh. Um, so uh, I decided uh, long ago that we were uh, splitting uh, all of the, the door from uh, the tournament. Don't don't get excited. It's not very much. Um, um, we also got uh, uh, Bob Bess, Robert Bess, uh, contributed a chunk of money to the prize pool as well. Thank you, and Robert. so I thought everybody should get some because automatically everything that you guys are getting is going to be more than I've ever made on this show. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and. <laughs> And uh, you guys deserve it. Everybody that's on the show deserves it. Uh, we never get to give them anything, so now we are. Uh, so let's let's go let's go third to first. Let's go uh, beauty pageant. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I like this. <laughs> so third place, twenty dollars for the third place uh, finisher in the tenth anniversary stab tournament. It's uh, Eric Barger. Woo! Eric Barger gets twenty dollars. That'll get you guys back down to like ugh, Stockton-ish. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. So we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, and uh, is it? Well, actually, I guess that should have been second runner-up if I was going beauty pageant. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, forty dollars for our second, our second place finisher. After all of this, after all the toil and turmoil and stress and. I'm sorry, I'm stretching it now. Why do that? This has been two hours. Uh, second place, Jeff Brown, meaning $60 for first place. It's Molly. Nice. That's oh. so nice. I didn't think I was yeah. going to win. Whenever I'm in a voting thing, the woman doesn't win the voting thing. Well, so. see, we've built it's up, a, we've built up so weird. much karma here. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, it'd be funny, but no one will vote for me. <laughs> no. Well, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah, so. and thank you guys for coming up. I'm so glad because I really hated the thought of two of the finalists coming in on Zoom. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you guys came up. Thank you guys for coming out. But uh, there is one quick thing. Yes, uh, I think What's Eric. Just really, really quick. Okay. Yes, this is a genuine surprise to Jesse. Oh, now I talked about how I finished number twenty. Oh. Twenty. <laughs> number twenty. Twenty. Oh. Little did you know that number twenty is what? sitting right what? here, and what? it's a surprise for Mister Jesse. Oh, this is a special <laughs> ten years oh. of stab oh. Woo! Oh. So take that, my boy. Oh, that is <laughs> awesome. That is amazing. Oh, it's it's so many <laughs> nails. <laughs> oh, like I said, it's just a bunch of nails on camera and for people. And so, oh, that's amazing. Oh, that was that was your twentieth. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Eric. Oh, you guys. That's so nice. We love you, Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse! Thanks for writing ten years of prompts. 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 I want to go home. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Thank you, guys. That means a lot. I appreciate the heck out of it. <laughs> and that was uh, officially that. Thank you all so much for joining us at uh, any point over the last ten and a half years for the show and the last five and a half years for the theater uh, that the show made happen uh, beyond all earthly reason. This has been a labor of love and hate and aggravation and triumph and pride. Uh, and screaming fits of aggravated hate. <laughs> I could scarcely be prouder of it unless we get three seasons, uh, three season commitment from Crackle. Crackle, come on. Uh, 
Can we get a letter writing pen? Anyway, uh, thank you all to all the panelists who made this tournament incredible. Thank you to the finalists, Eric Barger, Jeff Brown, Molly Doan. Thank you to Milk Surface for the stab cards and new graphics that rolled out throughout the festivities. And thank you to Jason Weitzel, whose damn idea this tournament was anyway. Uh, but uh, thank you so much. Um, that's all the time we have. So until, until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones. Thanking you for the 10 years and already gearing up for the next 10. Good night, everybody. Woo! All right. <laughs> <laughs>